Hello and welcome to episode number 70 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about gritty. Because sometimes a topic just falls right into your lap when you sit down and want to record a podcast. Gritty, for those of you who don't know, is the mascot for the National Hockey League franchise, the Philadelphia Flyers. And Gritty has only been around for uh, less than a year and a half. He debuted back in September of 2018 and had recently found himself in the news for allegedly punching a young Philadelphia Flyers fan at a meet and greet event. Gritty's persona is larger than life. He's a, well, he's a seven foot tall orange guy, very furry with big googly eyes that kind of spin around when he moves. From a marketing standpoint, I think Gritty is a very interesting character as a mascot that's being introduced in this very woke of times. And while I didn't see any of the Super Bowl yesterday, or any of the commercials. I've been told that they were all quite very woke and gritty, even though he has been accepted and embraced by the left in Philadelphia for a variety of memes. Gritty himself has not come out, luckily, for any political affiliation. He just wants to have fun. But marketing a character Marketing a mascot, a persona of something to represent your team in this very woke era is not an easy thing to do. And Gritty Mania has been around longer than his most recent issue in the media about the kid saying that he was hit. But it's an interesting thing, at least to me, from a marketing standpoint, going and watching. There's a couple of videos on the tubes that talk about Gritty's introduction and the people behind him that came up with the character. And it was interesting because Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love, right? Anybody that's familiar with the Philadelphia sports franchises know that their fans can be downright rude and brutal. And let's be honest, hockey is one of the rougher sports so he had to fit in with that kind of a vibe as well. And mascots across the NHL here in Chicago, we have a mascot that doesn't look anywhere near as tough as Gritty. His name is Tommy Hawk. I mean, the Chicago Blackhawks. So, yeah, it's a bird that isn't really big, doesn't look all that tough. But again, if you want to go over to the tubes, you'll find a video from last year, two years ago, if I'm remembering correctly, of a 18 to 25-year-old or so young fan that decided to get a little rough with Tommy Hawk and the mascot, spoilers here, the mascot took him down. (laughs) The mascot got him on the ground and was punching him. So, hey, do not try to assault any mascots. Certainly don't try to assault any NHL mascots. They're probably tougher than they look. And Gritty looks way tougher than Tommy Hawk, the Chicago Blackhawks mascot. There's no question about that. 
But the Philadelphia Flyers fans, they're tough. And Gritty, when he was first introduced, he came out onto the ice and fell on his ass. I mean, it's a mascot thing, whether it was meant to happen, whether it was slapstick, or whether it was just, you know, a little too excited and slipped. This is a very similar way to come out to a home crowd as Wally the Green Monster had in Boston years ago, because the Boston fans, they thought they were too cool for mascots, didn't understand what the big green guy was, and Wally took all sorts of abuse from taunts to actually some physical abuse from kids who wanted to go up and hit him and kick him and all of that, and it wasn't until the announcer for the Boston Red Sox, the television broadcast guy, Jerry Remy, who took a little stuffed Wally figure, put it up in the booth with him, and start telling stories about Wally, and created this whole legend around the character, even wrote a few kids' books, and it didn't take long for even those tough Boston fans to warm up to Wally. And what happened with Gritty was a little bit more instantaneous and maybe a little bit more the Philadelphia sports fan way as Gritty was announced and was taking all sorts of abuse in the media from the fans. What is this big goofy orange thing? I mean, orange man bad. If you're following politics, you know, orange, even though it's the Philadelphia Flyers color. I mean, a big orange guy. I mean, you have to make some Trump kind of connection there, don't you? But Gritty was taking abuse on the home front, in the media, on social media. The fans didn't quite get why they wanted this big orange furry mascot. Well, it just turns out that social media is a thing now. So even though he's a brand new mascot, Gritty already has a Twitter account and the mascot from the hated. I mean, if you're in Philadelphia, I guess the mascot from the Pittsburgh Penguins in response to Gritty's very first tweet, which was a picture of him with the words it me hashtag Gritty, the Pittsburgh Penguins mascot responded with lol okay and it wasn't long after that the gritty replied to that tweet with sleep with one eye open tonight bird and the philadelphia fans went hell yeah this guy's one of us it didn't take long it didn't take long for them to realize that this is a big goofy guy and maybe we didn't want him at first but quickly seeing the other teams making fun of Gritty, these Philadelphia Flyers fans decided to embrace him, and they liked the attitude of, hey, you're going to screw with me, sleep with one eye open, and it's been a crazy ride for Gritty since then. Again, he's only been around for less than a year and a half, and he's already the most followed mascot on social media, which means that the people behind all of this are doing something very, very right, or Gritty came along at a time where we as a society, well beyond even just the people of Philadelphia, need somebody to root for. We need a big, goofy orange guy that has a little bit of an edge to him, but overall, 
kind of makes you feel good no matter what. And watching the videos of the crew that came up with this particular concept, they were very clear that they didn't want the just furry, cuddly mascot that people wanted to give hugs to. They wanted something that was a little bit not necessarily scary. I mean, you don't want to give the little kids nightmares, or maybe you do. I don't know. I don't know what you want. But they wanted Gritty to have a little bit more of an edge. I believe one of the people said, well, we wanted him when fans saw him that they'd want to give him a high five, but they wouldn't want to give him a hug. And my wife would totally disagree. She thinks Gritty is one of the most adorable mascots in all of Mascot Dumb. And we have a quite large stuffed Gritty that proves it because she loves her some Gritty. And I get it. He's a fun character that has a life well outside of just NHL fans, well outside of Philadelphia. For whatever reason, it's something much larger than that. So it was interesting when the news broke that Gritty had maybe assaulted a kid at a meet and greet. Now, this immediately screamed like it was, I mean, not a PR stunt, because this is some horrible kind of press for a team to get, because I don't necessarily believe the whole any press is good press is true anymore. So somebody claimed this guy claimed his kid, 13-year-old, had been at a meet-and-greet event and that Gritty lunged eight feet and punched him as hard as he could in his back. And it was interesting reading the articles. One, it was interesting how many articles that there were about this event. And it's quite interesting now, as the story is just breaking, that all the major news outlets are covering this gritty being acquitted, gritty being found after investigation not to have committed any crimes, not to have committed any assaults. I mean, it's being covered by TMZ. I mean, big there where they always like to cover all of that gossipy stuff. But Rolling Stone, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, all the usual local coverage, gritty is big news. And in this case, the story always screamed to me that it was the kid's father trying to get the Philadelphia Flyers to give him something. Because one, we all know we live in a society that has constant surveillance, yet there was no video of this event happening. Now, where this took place in the arena, I can believe that maybe there wasn't a camera on that particular area. But that's also kind of hard to believe. But that's the story. There were no security cameras in the area where this meet and greet took place. But hey, I get it. You have a fairly large venue. You're not going to cover every square inch of that with surveillance. And that'll happen. But I was kind of surprised being that you're at a meet and greet event with a big furry mascot dude who is known for doing some more outrageous things. He likes to throw pies in people's faces. And I don't understand exactly how this works, because if you do, again, one of these searches for gritty on the tubes, you'll find a lot of these hijinks. And I would guess that you have to have the people involved in these things signing off before you hit them in the face with a pie, because we know 
the litigious society that we're living in. This story just goes to prove the litigious society that we're living in. So I'm not exactly sure how that works, but Gritty enjoys him throwing a good pie in somebody's face. In this case, you're at a meet and greet with a character known for doing these kind of hijinks. You would think that somebody would have had their cell phone out and would have been recording video of this. But if video of this alleged assault, which has now been proven not to be an assault, existed, nobody was coming out with it. Gritty denied it. The handler for Gritty denied it. Everybody else seemed to deny this happened. And it seemed like it was, again, a overzealous dad who was trying to get some tickets. Well, he was like, well, I'm not going to keep my season tickets anymore. They wouldn't do this or this. And then he finally went to the police after trying to bilk the flyers out of whatever kind of swag he wanted. You know, here's another little tip. If it really was somebody assaulting your kid, wouldn't you go to the police first and foremost, rather than going to the person's employer and just trying to get some swag for it? I mean, I know it's kind of weird because it's a major sports franchise and the person who was alleged to have committed the assault was a big orange mascot dude. I mean, we all know. I mean, spoilers here. If there's kids in the room, cover their ears. There's a guy inside. But that guy would be held responsible. You wouldn't want this guy to keep doing the job if he was really assaulting children now, would you? I mean, is it really more important to try to, uh, you know, get a signed hockey stick or whatever this guy, the dad, was trying to get? I don't know. So that part seemed a little bit weird to me. And the other part that led me to believe there was a little bit more to this. And the guy's kid is 13 years old. And let's be honest, that's on the verge of where you could be a decent size. You could certainly be a dick at 13 years old. I'm sure I was a dick at 13 years old. And one of the things that took reading a few of the articles about this story to even find in the first place was the father saying, well, yeah, I mean, I know little Tommy, Jimmy, whatever the kid's name was, he, you know, he shouldn't have tapped Gritty on the head the way he did. That was wrong, but he, he didn't deserve that response. And the more you read, I finally found an article that said the kid slammed the mascot, poor old Gritty, on the head at least three times. Now, if an assault was starting somewhere, again, we have adult, mascot, and kid doesn't make these things right, but obviously it seemed like maybe there was a little shtick going on with the kid playing around with Gritty. Gritty probably responded, and what ended up being called an assault was nothing more than a little bit of hijinks that maybe got a little bit out of hand, but it seemed to me that the kid probably initiated it, and two, the concept was it was days after that the father took the son to a, uh, which also was weird, rather than having him checked up by a doctor, he took him to a uh, chiropractor, that's the word I'm looking for, that said, you know, he had a little bruising or something on his back, and that is when this whole concept of, hey, we can bilk the flyers out of something came around. So I'm glad that Gritty has been exonerated and he can continue doing the types of hijinks that makes everybody laugh. 
which is neither a left or a right thing. We're living right now in a time where everybody needs a little bit of comedy. Everybody needs a release valve and crazy things like Gritty can help provide that to us. And I don't like that Gritty has been hijacked a little bit by the left. And it seems like the Philadelphia Flyers didn't either, but he was taken into memes for the Antifa, the leftist groups. The Wikipedia entry for Gritty calls it being reappropriated as a socialist and Antifa meme in a matter similar to how Pepe the Frog was reappropriated by several alt-right groups. In response, Sarah Schwab, the director of marketing for the Philadelphia Flyers, said Gritty was never intended to represent anything political and that he was never left-wing or right-wing and that he, quote, doesn't know his right from his left. And I can appreciate that. Gritty doesn't need to care about politics. He doesn't need to care about right or left. He just needs to make everybody laugh and go out there. And he hits something of a nerve, being the number one followed mascot within just a few months of being announced, shows that people are looking for something. They show that they can all get together and we can all agree on something, perhaps. I know that's hard to do today, that everybody can get together and agree that one thing is good or that one thing is entertaining without having any of these normal kind of things that come up that you start screaming, you know, sexist, racist, white privilege, black privilege, yellow privilege. Also, I mean, nobody's yelling orange privilege yet. So that's good for gritty. And maybe one of the genius things when it comes to these mascot characters is that they're not allowed to speak. That takes away a lot of things when people are trying to misconstrue things or trying to fit your words into fitting their narratives, which is one of the reasons why I understand the realism and I understand where it can be really nice and cool when you have these characters speaking. Disney World has been playing around with this when i was a kid this a little old guy moment here when i was a kid when you went to disney world and you saw one of these characters like mickey mouse they didn't speak they didn't say anything mickey mouse now at least some of those in, in that are appearing in disney world have the ability to speak and i don't like it go back to the old thing don't let them speak at all it helps guys like gritty don't need to speak to make people laugh and maybe that's the best kind of comedy if you can take that off the table and you could still use actions and you can still use pantomime to get your point across, maybe we'd be a better society if people were a lot more like gritty. It's certainly worth a try anyway. And in response to the police finding that no assault or wrongdoing took place, the kid's father is quoted as saying, I respect the police's decision but I stand by what my son told me and what I saw. I just want to put this behind me. Any parent would have done the same if they were in the same situation. Well, one, I don't think they would, because if you think your kid was assaulted, maybe you don't go to a team and try to get swag first. You would go directly to the police. But the interesting thing in this quote is, I stand by what my son told me. Well, the father was at the event, so I don't understand that part of this quote, that I, I'm going to stand by what my son told me and by what I saw. Why not just what you saw? 
what did your kid have to tell you? You witnessed the whole event. So it seems that the father is still lying here about the event. But hey, that's okay. I mean, we know it's hard to admit when you're caught being a lying douchebag. But here, at least, it seems that the victim was crying wolf and the big furry orange guy did nothing bad. And so not orange man bad here. Orange mascot good is accurate in this case anyway. And I'll tell you, if you're in need of a good laugh, go over to Twitter and look up Gritty NHL and find out why a mascot has 293,000 people following him. Yeah, I'm going to call him him. I mean, he seems like a guy. He's a big dude. And if he doesn't come out as anything else, I'm calling him him. So Gritty, hey, if we're misgendering you, by all means, uh, let us know. But hey, I think we're getting this one right. And with the world and the nation melting down from impeachment and coronavirus and all the other things going on, maybe a big furry monster is exactly the hero we all need. And I want to thank you for once again hanging out with us here on the Random Thoughts podcast, episode number 70. Time is certainly flying and we're having a whole lot of fun doing these shows. If you like what you're hearing, do me a favor and go over to randomthoughts.com, one of the hardest names to spell of any podcast on the internet, R-A-N-D-U-M-B, thoughts.com, and subscribe using one of the methods there on Apple, on Android, on Stitcher, however you want to do it. Get it in email if you want to go OTG, and that way you won't miss any episodes, and we do work on the value-for-value model which means we don't waste your time running ads or doing anything like that. If you feel like you've got something from the show, go over to randomthoughts.com and click the donate button, and you can send us anything big or small, one time or a recurring monthly donation, and that way it helps us keep the lights on, the audio gear humming, and everything sounding good. If you want to reach out to me, you can do so. In a variety of ways, email random thoughts podcast, R A N D U M B thoughts podcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at random podcast, R A N D U M B podcast, or my personal Twitter, Darren O'Neill, D A R R E N O N E I L L. I look forward to hearing from you. So until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.